Hi, this is Ron Darling with SNY TV. Um, you know me from covering the Mets, and uh, I hope you get a chance to listen to Mets Musings with Gary Mack. I had a great time. I hope you do, too. Mets Musings is an unofficial, independent podcast covering New York's National League Baseball team. It is not affiliated in any way with Major League Baseball or the New York Mets. This is Len and Jeff from Baseball and Barbecue. And the one place to go for New York Mets news, past week game reviews, upcoming series previews, interviews, analysis, opinion, and and what's going going down down on the farm. It's It's Mets Musings with Gary Mack. So keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. Mets Musings with Gary Mack. Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. Hello and welcome to another edition of Mets Musings. Hope everybody had a nice couple of weeks out there. I was on the road last week, could not do a show, but uh, back home. And I want to wish everybody a happy Memorial Day weekend coming up. And uh, please take a minute to uh, thank all of those that are in service to our country. Uh, They do a very important job. They are out there defending our freedom so we can do stuff like this. Do a Mets musings and have freedom of speech and, and all the other rights that we enjoy. So thank the servicemen. And please remember, take another minute and remember all of those that this weekend really is for those that lost their lives in defense of our country and uh, <clears throat> just take a minute to remember them and remember them all in your prayers well it's been a crazy week hasn't it i was all set to come out here and rant and rave and yell and scream and then the washington nationals came into town and changed a lot of things but did they really i mean this team is still a 500 team and i think that's what we're looking at for the entire season Hate to say it, but this is it, it appears almost like they're built to be a 500 team. The pitching has been inconsistent. Jacob DeGrom pitched well against Scherzer the other night, but gave up a home run, and he's been up and down this season. Personally, I think his mechanics are off, and he's tipping his pitches. That's my opinion. Watch the batter sometimes when he's having a bad game, Watch the hitters. It looks like they know what's coming. Syndergaard, I think he's believing that he is Thor because he's all over the place. He pitches a one-hitter one game, and then the next game gives up six, seven runs. Can't do that. Noah Syndergaard has to find his identity as a pitcher. I think he's a young man that's totally lost now on the mound. Not with what he's doing, not what he's supposed to do, but who he is as a pitcher. I don't think he has that identity. 
and I think it's confusing the hell out of him, and he's he's not pitching well. Zach Wheeler. Zach, we're still seeing some of the signs from last year, but we're also seeing some signs from a couple of years ago. The inconsistency. He needs to get consistent, as consistent as he was the end of last season. And I think it's there. He he, he has improved upon it more than he was when he first came up. But still, once in a while, is that inconsistent moments that come up. And that's what he's got to work on getting. And and seems to be a theme, consistency. Steven Matz. Steven Matz has probably been the most consistent of the pitchers. Uh, he had a bad game in Philadelphia. He got hammered, gave up a lot of runs. But ever since then, he's pitched very well. And what I like about Steven Matz this year is that he's pitching in tough situations and getting himself out of them. Got himself into them. He's getting himself out of them. And we've seen uh, more of a toughness from Steven Matz this year, a little bit of a more of a bulldog attitude. And that's good. That's what you want to see. Uh, even today, he got into trouble. Got two ground balls, double play balls in, in uh, I think, two consecutive innings. I think they were successive innings. Um, good to see. Good to see. He's not taking the bit. He's not uh, reverting back and giving up a long ball or a hit in those situations. Bearing down, getting the outs. Um, the fifth slot of spot is, you know, it's a no man's land. I mean, Vargas is coming back on Saturday. I don't know. Uh, and the injury bug. The injury bug has hit the Mets again. Jeff McNeil, Robert Can- Robinson Cano on the IL. Brandon Nimmo on the IL. Michael Conforto on a concussion IL. Uh, Jose Vargas was on the IL. He's coming back Saturday. No great shakes there, but uh, it's just ridiculous. But look, they brought up uh, Carlos Gomez. Came through with a big home run today. Brought up Raja Davis. He did the same last night in uh, a, a tight situation and uh, won a couple of games. So, so far it's working. Um, uh, Hedgeferia, I think that's how you say it. He's had a couple of big hits since he come up, back up. Uh, J.D. Davis has been playing pretty good off the bench, getting some big hits. Uh, so some of the plans of Brody Van Wagenen work, uh, but most of them have been a disaster. Jerry's familiar. Pitched a clean inning today in the seventh inning. Uh, but he's been pretty much a, a, a big disaster so far. So, um, you know, it, it's it's it's, uh, it's the Nationals. They have a terrible bullpen, and their team is pretty awful, to be honest. Uh, it is amazing how just losing uh, Harper out of that lineup and, you know, Harper's numbers aren't that great with Philadelphia, but it's good enough of a threat, I guess, the bad, to really make a difference in uh, not only the Nationals lineup, then Zimmerman's hurt, and uh, so you're missing his bat as well. He's a med killer, too, but... 
it it really is uh, amazing how uh, a couple of bats out of a lineup uh, can make a difference. And I think they missed Jason Worth too, uh, not renewing his contract and all of that nonsense. I think uh, I think they miss him as a presence on that team. But they're not the same team that they were a few years ago. Uh, even their vaulted rookies are struggling a little bit. The younger guys, uh, still good players, but, um, you know, remains to be seen. They could be good in the future, though. They still have some good pitching. But Scherz is getting up there a little bit. Strasburg's getting a little older. Uh, they let Gio Gonzalez go, who was a med killer, uh, as we know. And uh, I think that was a mistake. Well, they didn't let him go. They traded him. That's what it was. They traded him. He was a free agent. I would have gotten him back if I were them. But they made that mistake, and I think they miss him in that rotation. But needless to say, uh, the Mets did sweep them four games. Very happy that they did that, but very cautiously optimistic at this point uh, because it could all unravel. Detroit comes in this weekend. They should do the same thing to Detroit. Detroit's a bad team. Should do the same thing to Detroit that they did to Washington. And let's not have a repeat of the Miami series, please. That was a just a god awful weekend. Let's there's no other way to put it. They were terrible. Terrible. And Mickey Calloway was terrible. And the whole team was awful. Now they did have a uh, a closed meeting or they had a players meeting with management and all of that kind of stuff. And uh, the boys came out and played four good games and four fighting games. Come from behind victories against the Nationals, so uh, there is that. But they have some tests coming up. Can they do it against the Tigers? Then they go out to the coast, and they play the Dodgers, who have the best record in the National League. So that will be a test. Can they handle it? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Hopefully they go play the Dodgers in Arizona. Seven games... Let's hope they come back no worse than three and four. I can take three and four. Cannot take anything worse than that. All right. We're going to do a sh- uh, this is going to be a short show because we can get the holiday weekend in gear and going. Uh, but we have some voicemails and we will uh, get to them after some messages and the voicemails were uh one of them was from last week i did not have a chance to get it in and so um the message may not be as happy as we are saying now with the defeat of washington four straight but i think it could be a recurring thing throughout the season for mets fans so um let's go to the messages and we'll come back right after this Hey, baseball fans and book fans as well. This is Frank Nappy, author of the Legend of Mickey Tussler series, inviting all of you to learn more about my protagonist, Mickey Tussler, an incredible pitching prodigy who has autism. Follow Mickey's journey as he captures the hearts of fans everywhere with his blazing fastball and indomitable spirit. 
please visit Amazon or www.franknappy.com for more information. Hi, this is the world-famous Mr. Brewtown of BrewtownSports.Potomatic.com. You know, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, Plus. Uh, Brewtown Sports. You can also listen to the show at Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com, and iTunes.com. And we've got the new one. It's called BrewtownRadio.Webley.com. But the one that I'm most proud of being on is BaseballPodcast.net. It is the home of great baseball talk shows. Check it out, my show and all kinds of other programs all about Major League Baseball. So check it out. That's BaseballPodcast.net, the home for great baseball talk shows. 516-619-6341. That is the comment voicemail hotline if you'd like to be a part of the show and drop us a line leave us a comment or a voicemail question anything at all call that number 516-619-6341 or go to metsmusings.com and click on that widget in the middle of the screen and that's a speak pipe and you can leave a voicemail right through your computer through your computer's microphone or if you prefer to do things the old-fashioned way, send us an email at metsmusings at gmail.com. The Facebook page is facebook.com slash groups slash metsmusings. And the Twitter handle is at metsmusings1. And uh, if you'd uh, like to help out the show, check out our Patreon page. Check out the campaign at patreon.com slash Mets Musings. Okay, and we're back. And uh, let's start this off. We have a voicemail to listen to from our friend Dennis in Albany. And Dennis isn't too happy with Mickey Calloway, uh, but I'll let him tell you in his own words. Hey, Gary, this is Dennis from the uh, from Albany. Anyway, I'm calling to rant about my Mets. Um, I honestly have no clue what uh, Mickey is doing. Uh, he, he benches guys after they get four hits. He... Plays, you know, Rosario the other day makes errors. You think he should sit him down and give him a rest? No, no, he plays him. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I really think he's so far over his head. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. And his post-game press conferences are totally inept. Um, you know, it's never. This is what I want to do. It's always what we said we're going to do, which means he's a puppet. And that's what they wanted the managers to be, the puppet. But this guy is worse than usual, I think. He might be a good manager if he was in Kansas City or Miami, but he can't handle New York. So I think uh, I think it is time for him to go. I mean, I don't know who they're going to replace him with because I don't think Backman is uh, a viable candidate since the fact that he's so volatile that he'd probably blow up uh, – as soon as he gets a call, but, uh, you know, the fans want him. Girardi, I never liked anyway, but I don't know who they're going to call in. But anyway, um, the rest of the staff, I mean, he's supposed to be a pitching guru, and, you know, Syndergaard is pitching 
like crap half the time and uh Diaz is giving up home runs like going out of style. I mean, I know he wasn't, you know, that's his M.O., but, you know, he's got to be doing something wrong with these guys. The middle relief stinks. Um, I don't know. I, I want to hear what you have to say about this. So uh, please uh, relate this on your uh, show today. All right? I'll talk to you. You're here for me during the year because, you know, I just can't take uh, watching them play so bad. Anyway, talk to you later. Bye. It is tough. Then thanks, Dennis, for the phone call. It is tough watching them when they were bad like they were this past weekend uh, playing against Miami. They were awful. They looked terrible. Uh, Mickey Calloway, I think he's on the hot seat. I think it's fair to say. I think he knows that. Uh, he does make some decisions that are head scratches. You really can't figure out what is going on in his head. But... I think uh, they reiterated on Monday after I received this uh, voicemail that he is not going to get uh, fired. He's the Mets manager for the foreseeable future. That could be uh, a term that could mean uh, a week, a month, a whole season, or it could mean, you know, next Thursday. Who knows? Uh, but that's what they said, and I don't think the Wilpons want to pay two managers pay somebody that's not their manager so they're going to try to uh, get through the season at least with him i think and the players seem to like him they seem to play hard on occasion they they don't um who knows i i i don't know what it is he does make some uh head scratching moves um and as you say uh, the pitching has been up and down as we already talked about a little bit uh, Diaz has been up and down. Gave up a couple of home runs in games. Um, middle inning relief is getting a little bit better, I think. Uh, they're letting some of the young guys pitch. And, and if there's a bright spot to this bullpen being so horrible early in the year is that it was early in the year. And it gives them a chance to settle in. And it gives them to see some of the younger guys because they're so desperate to find arms that can get the job done that maybe, maybe we'll discover one or two, you know, good relief pitchers that we can have faith in. And going into the dog days of summer and the rest of the season, we'll be able to put together a bullpen maybe from the mishmash that will work, that will settle in and dominate and be, uh, you know, good going on into the sea as the rest of the season plays out so uh that's that's my thoughts on that and um i i had felt that uh, callaway needed to go myself that they had to make a change um if they do make a change and i don't think it's going to be soon it will probably go to uh, riggleman will be the interim manager and and we'll <clears throat> Excuse me. We'll see in the off season what happens from there. All right. Got another uh, voicemail. And this one from Sean all the way from England. Haven't heard from Sean in a while. Good to hear from him. Uh, Sean is checking in on the Mets. Let's see what he has to say. Hey, Gary. It's Sean in the UK. I'm just watching uh, game three of the uh, three-game series against the Marlins. And, uh, again, watching Robson Cano not hustle out to first. Um, well, what, what can you say? Um, again, the talk has all been the last week or so about uh, 
Mickey Callaway possibly getting sacked. Uh, I, I, this is not the this is not the problem. I, I think there's other issues going on here. And my the thing that's really hacking me off is the is the incessant thing with the Mets trading for players who are kind of like in the twilight of their career. Is it is it to facilitate the fan base? I don't know what, but it's 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 getting a little bit tedious now. Um, I don't know what I don't know what the answer is, but um, but hey ho. Anyway, um, love what you love what you're doing, um, Gary, and um, I'll speak to you soon. And um, let's go Mets, and I say that with a heavy heart. Okay, <laughs> talk to you soon, Gary. Bye. Uh, thanks, Sean. And and uh, again, that was sent before the four-game sweep of the National. I'm sure Sean feels a little bit better. I hope his heart's a little less heavy now. Uh, but he makes a good point. Um, uh, you know, uh, some of these trades, you have to shake your head. Uh, I would have liked to have held on to Kalanick and uh, done and see what they could have done on a major league level or on the minor league level as they progressed. I don't like necessarily trading top draft picks for aging players such as a Cano. I, I just don't like the age. And Cano has had a history of not hustling. So this is nothing nothing new. Um, he got benched. He came in. He hustled out a double and pulled a hamstring or or a quad and uh, I guess he's going to use that to point. See, see, that what happened when I go? I wanted to avoid this by not hustling or running out everything. But you know, maybe if you ran out everything from the beginning, you wouldn't have the problem. That when you do have to, sometimes you just can't turn it on. That's a recipe for getting hurt. So I, you know, we'll see. It, it's a double-edged sword. Uh, but, uh, I, I agree, Sean, I don't like, I'm getting a little tired of signing these guys that are 36, 37, 38 years old. Um, it just doesn't seem to work. And the Mets have a history of, of getting some of these guys in and, um, the Mets haven't had a lot of good luck with free agent signings. I mean, think about it. Mo Vaughn. And uh, Jason Bay, and now Ioannis Cespedes, and of course the news with Ioannis Cespedes, I should have mentioned in the first segment, uh, is that uh, recovering from his heels, he stepped in a hole on his ranch or his farm and has fractured an ankle. He had surgery today, I believe, in the Hospital for Special Surgery in New York City. He is done for the season. So we are not going to see you in a cesspitus. So does this mean now that it's going to cost us some minor league talent or major league talent to bring in a big bat to replace that eventually? Because they're short on something. They need a boost like that. Um, they need a, Cl- uh, a Clendon Clendenin like they did 50 years ago. They need a Ioannis Cespedes of 2015. They need to bring somebody in that's going to ignite this team and put it all together and uh, protect Alonzo a little more and Conforto in the lineup. Is the guy out there? I don't even know if there's any who, who that guy would be. 
Mike Trout would be nice. <laughs> but what do you got to give up? You know what I'm saying? Um, are they going to have to trade a pitcher maybe? They haven't shown that they've got anybody to replace Vargas so far. So uh, maybe they, they can't do that either. But uh, I, it's going to play out. We're going to have to wait and see. All right. One more email before we go. And this came from Elijah. I don't know where Elijah's from. Uh, Elijah, thank you for the email. But uh, uh, he says, hello. He loves the podcast. He says, I feel like you are the voice of the Mets fan case fan base thank you so much elijah that's very kind of you to say on another note he goes on i still feel highly optimistic for the mets this season that's good stay that way um i know that they are under 500 on the season and the pitching and hitting has not been all that great i just feel like noah Syndergaard is really going to break out and pitch better with the stuff he has he can't struggle for very long he will eventually figure it out I, I hope you're right, and he does have great stuff. Uh, I really do think uh, I'm hoping that he does uh, as well, Elijah. Uh, Elijah continues, Jacob DeGrom is back to being dominant, pitched well last game. Uh, Steven Matz, I know, uh, has had his hurt right now when this uh, email came. Matt had uh, the stiffness or the soreness in his elbow. Uh Elijah goes on. He has also taken a big step forward this year. Couldn't agree with you more. He has really improved on his changeup, and I think him pitching from the first base side has also really helped him. To shore up the pitching rotation, I would love to see Brody sign Greg Kimbrell and put South Lugo in the rotation. The reason I would sign Greg Kimbrell instead of Dallas Keuchel is because Greg is a reliever and Dallas is a starter. Starters take longer to warm up and get ready for the season then relievers also i think seth lugo has competitive stuff to be a great starter thank you so much gary and keep the faith um thank you elijah great email uh i think you make some good points there uh greg kimbrell would i think be a better uh, choice right now for uh for the mets then keichel they could use him and i had said um you know they could have signed him over the winter and not made the trade for cano and edward diaz uh but that's you know it's spilt milk now so we, we they made it uh but i do like the idea of bringing in kimbrell uh then you have a problem though Diaz is a closer and Kimbrel is a closer. If you're going to sign Kimbrel, he's got to be brought in as a closer. And um, that'll be that, you know. Uh, so is Diaz going to get mad at that? Uh, if you could have an eighth inning with uh, Diaz and uh, Kimbrel as your closer and use uh, Familia maybe in a sixth or seventh or something, I think that would be, uh, or the way Gagnon's pitching and or Bashla, uh, that's a pretty good bullpen in the making. But it's not going to happen. I don't think they're going to make that uh, trade or that signing right now. I think that really what they need to do is uh, look for a bat. And I think that'll help this team immensely. All right. But thanks again to uh, Dennis from Albany and Sean from England. And Elijah, and I don't know where you're from, Elijah, but thanks for the uh, email. And uh, let's take a quick break and be back and wrap it up right after this. 
Looking for great Cardinals talk? Then check out Conversations with C70. My name is Daniel Shopdaw, and I talk with some of the great bloggers on the Internet today about their teams. It always goes back to the Cardinals. Find the latest episode on my website, www.cardinal70.com or at baseballpodcast.net. Baseball and BBQ, your place for interesting baseball talk, opinions, and history. Baseball and BBQ, your place for barbecue recipes, tips, and interviews from the world of barbecue. If you like baseball and if you like barbecue, then tune in to Baseball and BBQ. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and BaseballTalkRadio.com, along with Mets Musings and other great baseball podcasts. With all the Mets news, it is the news from around the world and around the corner. Here's Gary Mack. And hello, we're back. And uh, that's going to really wrap it up for this week's show. I hope you enjoyed it, and I want to thank everybody who sent in uh, the voicemail, Sean and Dennis and and, uh, Elijah for the email. And I hope you keep listening and writing and sending in those voicemails because they're very important. And I want to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, wherever you listen or watch the podcast. This is just an audio version today. Uh, Hit the subscribe button. That helps me grow the show and expand to new listeners. And until next time, remember, and I I know, I promised, um, we're going to get the uh, Down on the Farm feature going again. Uh, Just I haven't been doing my research, to be honest. Been tied up with a lot of other projects, so. Uh, but we're gonna get that. And it's coming. Uh, hopefully next week we're gonna have a down on the farm starting segment. So remember, until the next time, to keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. We'll see you in the next time on another edition of Mets Music.